welcome to the second edition of the mental health podcast uh, i'm excited uh, to introduce uh, sarah uh, as my second guest and uh, would love to hear her thoughts on this so uh, here we go hey sarah uh, welcome to the mental health podcast uh, how are you doing today i'm doing great how are you i'm doing good so uh, you know as part of this conversation uh, the first thing that i'd like people to do is like you know give themselves an elevator pitch uh, you know do a quick intro about what they're doing and like how they want to showcase themselves and uh, everything that goes with it so uh, take it away yeah absolutely well first of all it's great to be here and i love having the opportunity to talk a little bit more about my mental health journey uh, some background on me. Um, I currently work in real estate in uh, as an operations analyst. That's mm-hmm. my full-time role. Okay. On the side, I'm really passionate uh, about venture capital and startups and have several part-time roles. Uh, mm-hmm. really love meeting with founders and just getting to uh, learn more about their journeys. All right. Uh, sounds like you have a lot going on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I'll uh, dig a little deeper now. So, you know, wh- when you say mental health, you know, what are the things that do come up in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I think for me, when I first think of mental health, I think of, you know, how healthy is your mind? How are you able to take breaks? How are you able to take your mind off and really relax outside of work? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm really passionate about, um, you know, startups and VC, and I really like real estate. But, you know, when I think about mental health, it's how can you take breaks outside of what you're doing um, Mm -hmm. in your work life, whether that's going to exercise you you know watching youtube um you know spending time with friends it's just really how are you taking care of yourself and okay. ensuring that you have that balance nice uh that's great so you know um i think the first hassle you know into sort of delving into mental health is you know that stigma that you know uh regarding asking for help so you know can you sort of Tell me how you sort of got involved into like looking into yourself in terms of, uh, you know, finding out like what was it that, uh, you know, your mind really was trying to communicate with you. So, you know, can you give me a little insight into that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, growing up, um, you know, I I was kind of realizing that I was very different, not just from like the mental health standpoint, but just for like who I was, like my drive, my my love of working and just, you know, really, really working hard to really achieve my dreams. Um, But I and I don't know if it was middle or high school, but I just started, you know, having a lot of pain, like in my lungs, and I didn't know what it was. And then I realized, oh, this is anxiety. And so that was kind of where I first had that like diagnosis and really understanding more about, um, you know, what's going on. And so I think that's kind of how I got into the space and really trying to figure out this is just something I have, but you know, I'm not going to let that affect my goals in my life 
that's that's so great and you know uh you can sort of voice your opinion and you being here in itself i feel like it's such a huge inspiration for people uh and your own peers so you know thank you again for like uh joining in and you know being part of this conversation um absolutely and uh, so you know the other aspect that i also see is like there are misconceptions right regarding asking for help uh you know um you know what are some of the things that you hear people say when when you want to talk about mental health or like have more conversations along along this sure yeah no i think there's a there's a ton of misconceptions unfortunately and i think it it really depends on the person and and how they've been brought up but i think a common misconception is that it's bad if you need to go to a therapist and i think that's really unfortunate because you know i've i've like gone to therapy before and it's actually been extremely helpful uh and i think you know recently i've started you know kind of talking more about my journey and 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 kind of showing hey it's it's okay to be open like there's nothing wrong with telling people what you're going through because it actually shows that you know you're human everyone has something they're dealing with um and i think it's just trying to show people that you know this is something that's okay and it's actually like it should be respected that you're taking care of yourself yeah um i mean it it, it sounds so simple and it sounds so easy when you know people talk about this but you know i i personally have dealt with a lot of you know pushback uh, you know uh, in terms of uh, you know asking for help and you know it it's great to hear another person sort of voice similar concerns as well um and then you know the next thing that sort of comes up is like i know you know there is this aspect of mental health i know this is, there is this aspect of self care but where do i get started right so what would your answer be to that question sure uh, i would say first of all it, it takes a lot of time um and i and i think it's unfortunate that there's not like an easy answer but for me you know i i graduated college last year i started living on my own for the first time and i think with all the time i had to just really explore about myself and figure out who i was i think i started to learn more about what i needed you know to become a better person in the sense of my mental health and i'm not saying it's you know I, i'm fully like everything's fixed but it's like i'm i've been able to make a lot of progress because i didn't have um you know like it wasn't like in college where i was always busy i was always doing something like i was forced in a good way to really understand myself because you know you you're just you have a lot of free time um at least for me you know <laughs> i had a lot of free time just to kind of learn <laughs> it was kind of nice right um yeah um i think you are right in that aspect that you know self care is not a general thing and you know everybody sort of deals with it in their own way for me personally you know i used to go out into nature you know do a lot of backpacking a lot of hiking and uh, i didn't uh, realize at the time but you know i was doing therapy without realizing i was doing therapy <laughs> um, absolutely and you know and i definitely encourage people to sort of go out into nature you know um and there's a lot of positive energy out there and you know people don't realize the impact of just being in in uh the uh, greenness of it all and you know it 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 gives you a lot back so yeah thank you for sharing that um you know i guess we've touched upon uh different aspects now like in terms of self care in terms of you know approaching mental health um you know in terms of therapy itself like how have you seen the experience and like what would your advice be in terms of 
people looking to find new therapists? Sure. So for me, I've, I don't know how many different therapists I've gone through, but I know my first, I think it was first high school, it was either middle school or high school when I first started seeing a therapist, probably high school. But I think the challenge was when I first started seeing a therapist, it wasn't by myself. It was with my parents in the room. And honestly, that made it quite difficult because I couldn't fully open up. Mm -hmm. There was a point where I finally got to do therapy on my own, just one-on-one. It was so different. It was really nice. Um, I will say trying to find a good therapist is just so hard. You don't know if it's going to work until you, you know, until you have a meeting. And, and honestly, right now, like I'm actually in the middle of transition period. Um, and I think it's okay to normalize, like you may not, your therapist, like I got a new therapist when I, um, you know, moved and, you know, it, it unfortunately didn't work out and that was hard to accept, but mm-hmm. I think you have to recognize if something doesn't work, you should move on. And, um, and it's about taking care of yourself and the therapist will understand. Wow. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I was uh, speaking uh, to Nancy previously and she said, you know, a therapist is more like dating at times wherein like, Absolutely. you know, you, you may not find the right fit. And, you know, you're allowed to break up with your therapist as well. I think that was something that I wanted to say. And like, you know, it is a kind of loss that you have to sort of deal with um, as well in its own way. And, you know, um, I think, you know, that this is something that is hard to sort of uh, comprehend at times. So, you know, thank you for normalizing that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I listened to, uh, you know, Nancy's uh, session as well and, I I completely agree with her. Like it it is like dating and it's it was really hard to actually say okay this isn't working but um you know everyone I talked to about it said hey that's great that you actually did that. So yeah, very happy to normalize it. All right. Um so in terms of like resources, right? Like how do people sort of, you know, understand uh, themselves better or like you know do the initial sort of research. So can you give people some tips or advice on like how they would want to sort of look stuff up? Uh, on the internet or like, you know, um, uh, anything else that you've found that has been really helpful for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think a kind of another unfortunate thing is um, it's really hard to find good resources. I've spent a lot of time searching, reading articles, you know, articles designed to explain more about anxiety, explain more like how do your friends help deal with it? How does like your, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend help you deal with that? Like different right. things, like how can you help other people help you in a sense? Um, mm-hmm. But I think what I would recommend is, you know, like journaling. Um, I don't do it actively, but there was a point where when I was really stressed, mm-hmm. I started just journaling. And it is sometimes helpful just to look in yourself and figure out what do I want help with? How can right. I improve? That's the main resource I would recommend. Oh, great. Yeah. I mean, like, I think um, for me, for the longest time, you know, sitting and writing about something was so hard because I didn't know what it is that I was writing. And, you know, the other thing is like, you know, it, it that sort of self which keeps asking you, like, is this good enough? Or like, you know, uh, whatever is you're writing, does it make sense? And then I realized, you know, I'm not writing this for anybody else. I'm writing this for myself. And it doesn't matter what I write, you know, um, because, you know, it's not like I'm trying to pass a test or like, you know, clear an exam by doing this. So, yeah, it, it was really some eye opening to be able to journal without uh, sort of uh, having that expectation of like, you know, getting something good out, you know, on paper. So, 
Sure. No, I was the same way. I think at first I was being very judgmental of myself. I was trying to understand why, you know, what am I trying to say? How does, how do I make this sound perfect? And then realizing it's just your thoughts. It's just, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. And so I think that's also helpful as someone who is a perfectionist. I think it's helpful to recognize. Great. Uh, so, you know, you've been wonderful, Sarah. I mean, like it's, it's been really eye-opening. So, you know, the last thing that I, I like to ask people is like, if there's one thing that you want people to take away from this conversation, you know, what would it be? Sure. Let me think about that. I think one thing I would say is to really prioritize your mental health, um, even even when it's hard. And I guess what that means is just really taking the time to actively um, prioritize that. So whether that's, like I said, you know, taking a break, watching YouTube, going outside, you talked about being in nature. I love I love going outside. And I think that's really important. Um, I think also just you know, recognizing that it things take time. And that's something I'm still accepting myself. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think one thing that I've, you know, sort of realized along the way is that, uh, you know, things uh, don't, I don't know, just fall into place um, as easy as, you know, people talk about it or like, you know, it's not as easy as... Uh, sometimes people make it seem um and and i also feel like you know uh you have to give yourself that time and uh, you know one of the things that i've loved people uh saying is that you know you've taken a lot of time to fall into you know your own patterns and you know it takes time to sort of fall out of them so um, yeah i mean that 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 i felt was like uh, the best advice that i've gotten um so, you know, in terms of like, you know, mental health, I, I know I said the, that was the last question, but, you know, I realized that, uh, you know, <laughs> I, we still have some time and, you know, I've just been rushing along. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, just uh, a couple more questions. Uh, yeah, then. absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, in terms of uh, mental health, right? So, you know, how do you sort of, uh, have conversations or do you know of people that you know you have conversations with uh, you know on a day-to-day -day basis or like on a weekly basis or a monthly basis you know do you you know how do you go about sort of building those conversations I mean uh, you know I'm okay uh, to sort of uh, understand you know if people have those kind of people in their lives so you know and this would be really helpful for people who don't as well. So that's the reason why I ask. So, Sure. I think it's a, a great question. I think for me, I've got, you know, an, a really great support system. I think for a long time, it was definitely hard to talk about because I wasn't very open with everyone. And I, so I think now that as I, as I've been ha having more time to think, you know, and like I talked about reflecting on my own, I've really made it a mission to tell more people about what I'm going through. So I think, I think, you know, um, one thing that I've definitely been looking for, and I think is also helpful if you don't have that support system is um, looking for like group therapy. And, and it's something I've heard of and want to try, mm -hmm. but being able to talk to other people who are going through the same thing, I think is just like, I think it'd be personally helpful because if you hear other people's stories and you can relate and understand, oh, I'm not the only one who's going through this. 
for the longest time, I thought I was the only one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but hearing other people's stories has helped me realize, okay, you know, this is just something people don't talk about, but that doesn't mean it's, you know, you're the only one. Right. Um, Great. I mean, I, I just, you know, heard that word support system, you know, and I, I know a lot of people don't understand what that means. Can you, can you just, you know, give people more insight into what, does a support system mean to you and like, you know, what what it can mean to other people as well? Sure. So I think when I think of a support system, I think of who is it in your life that can really help you, um, whether it's parents, um, you know, if you're in a relationship, someone who can help you, like your friends. Um, it could even be, you know, if you're close, like if you're in, in school, like your professors or maybe your colleagues, like anyone you feel comfortable talking to about what you're going through and you feel that they would be able to support you in a, um, you know, in a non-biased and non-judgmental way. And I think it's, and I think also too, that could be like, whether you have pets, like if your pet is like, you know, gives you comfort. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a person. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just, what can you like, who is in your life that gives you that sense of, okay, I feel calm, like, and I can get through whatever it is you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I, I was struggling to find a support system. And for one, you know, I didn't know what that meant. Um, and for two, um, along the way, I realized, you know, as I was doing therapy, you know, uh, my therapist was the first support system. <laughs> and, you know, and, and then I realized that, you know, uh, I could uh, meet people on meetup, uh, you know, through, you know, mental health support groups. Um, and, uh, you know, that's when I sort of att- started attending a lot more events through them. And, uh, you know, uh, now I am hosting a bunch of events. So, you know, now that I am in a safer mental health space, I feel like I have the luxury and, um, you know, I also want to sort of give back in terms of uh, creating a network where people can join in and, uh, you know, uh, be part of that uh, conversation um so yeah i mean like it's it's hard to sort of uh have that system and um and you know the the other thing that sort of also came to my mind was like you know when you say support you know what does that mean to you like uh how, how would you want people to support you or like if people would expect support, you know, what is an acceptable form of support? You know, I don't mean to generalize this, but, you know, sure. and I don't want to get too specific either. You can feel free to say no. But, you know, if there is something that you would like to share, please feel free to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. And I, I appreciate the question. I think for me, honestly, it's hard because trying to understand what support looks like is something I'm honestly still figuring out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just talking with some friends the other day, I, we were talking about my anxiety and trying to figure out, you know, how, how can they help? And sometimes you don't know. And I think like what I personally wish was that there was more resources, not only for people who are going through, you know, mental health um, challenges, but also for people who, you know, like are supporting those people. Right. And so I think if there's a way to kind of for both ends have that support. So, you know, I think, unfortunately, I I don't know. And that's actually something I've been really wanting to figure out. And so I'm glad you brought that up, because I think that's something a lot of people don't know the answer to. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, thank you for being honest about that. And, you know, for the longest time, I didn't understand that either. You know, uh, you know, I was always like, you know, I need help, but I don't know what 
that means to me uh, you know i didn't know uh, what uh, support meant um and you know the the other problem that i've also seen is like you know uh, there are some boundaries which gets crossed when you try to ask for support um, you know people tend to sort of get over involved or you know people don't get involved enough and uh, you know you struggle with that sort of concept of forming uh, those kind of relationships so and you know along the way i i've figured that you know uh, the best way to learn is by doing and um, you know you reach out to people form suitable relationships have different conversations and uh, you know if you make mistakes you know accept that you made a mistake and apologize for it and then you know try to build you know different relationships so uh, i i guess uh, my advice is learn as you go and uh, you know be mindful that you know everybody is dealing with something and uh, uh, along the way you find uh, you know great people uh, who you know will want to stick around with you as well so i no i agree with that and in a comment on that is i think that's where communication is very important it's something that i think especially for people who have those mental health challenges it can really like make or break if if someone's struggling in in mm -hmm. terms of helping them get through it and so i think that like you said establishing boundaries and really like i think it all comes down to communication mm -hmm. saying this is what i expect this is what's okay what's not okay and and i think that's just something that you know i i really want to be more normalized like i think um for the longest time it's like you know if you're in in like being in business or just even even um like once you get outside of college like i think there's less focus on mental health like in college there's so much focus on it but um mm -hmm. as a recent grad there's there's no focus and i think that's when mental health is very challenging yeah definitely i mean uh, i hope that this conversation will make people more comfortable i hope that this conversation will encourage one more person to acknowledge that you know they need help and they will be more open about reaching out so um, you know so glad you were part of this conversation uh, thank you again for your time and uh, yeah uh, here's to better mental health for uh, people around us